Boys, good sports fans. I hope you're enjoying the playoff at Vibres. Christian Pedersen. You know the vibes. The Noah Vibres. Tommy Morris. And if you have stumbled upon our Division Two San Diego High School first round playoff, you get to look behind the mystery door and find our guest for this show. It's Raymond Brown from San Diego Football Network. Raymond, you want to say hi to everybody? Hey, how's it going, everyone? What's going on is their response. So, like you heard, we are here to, to preview Division Two. There are several teams that got buys. Bishops, Santa Fe Christian, Vista, and San Pasquale. And if you are a fan of any of those schools, you get you get on step, and we're not going to no, talk about you. you probably listen so you know about your future opponent. That's probably a better listener yes. engagement plan of action, but I like mine, and I say, <laughs> Coach Danny Mitchell, on to the next podcast. Um Still mad that you never answered our phone call uh, yeah. live on air. Hello, this is Danny uh, Mitchell. We could try it again. He, no, because you tried to con him out of his money. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot to do that. Uh, <laughs> so, no, uh, we're here to talk about Division Two. We're going to go around the room, and we are going to get input, reaction, analysis on the four games that will be played this Friday. As I uh, as I look around the room, I, I, I sense that uh, Tommy, given his hat... Is here to talk about some teams running the ball. Correct. Um, and uh, if you want to see what is on Tommy's hat, you can go to SD Prep Insider on Twitter and on Instagram. If uh, if you're listening to Noah, he is uh, playing one leg down on the voice. The vocal cords are giving out just a little bit, but he's got some tea and uh, he's got some honey, and he's proven that he is a team player. Raymond, I'm assuming, is coming in to this at 100% because he's the Terminator, and uh, he turns around after Friday nights and goes covers college on Saturday. So, guys, let's get this started. Um, I will, uh, because you have been very patient with us, Raymond, for the first two minutes of this, I will say you get the first take at the first game, and that is the number eight seed, Monta Vista, the Monarchs, playing host to the number nine seeded Poway Titans. Raymond, what do you see here? Um, it's going to be a battle of two outstanding running backs. You know, Montevista's Isaiah Gardner's coming off a 100-yard game. Um, Poway's Josh Butler is averaging 130 yards per carry. So um, if you're a fan of the run game, this is exactly the game you need to see. Tommy, give us a little bit of input here. Yeah, also Josh Butler, 17 touchdowns so far in the season, so he's going to be a threat for them on the ground. Colby Kopax with 11 and a half sacks this season for Poway. I think Poway's going to take this one. I think it'll be a close game. It'll be a quick game because they're going to run a lot. So the, the, in real time, it'll, it'll happen fast. But I think Poway's going to win this one. You, you you have this one happening in like a tight 90. Like everyone can go <laughs> oh, catch yeah. this game and then also catch the tail end of yeah, another game right. out in the East County. Uh, Noah Laxina, what do you see here? Um, I like Poway. Uh, just a little reminder, a couple weeks ago, Poway played... Um, they played Vista, and they played them really tough. They lost 46-42 in a shootout over there. So I feel like when Poway, you know, when they want to turn it on, they can. I think even though they're a low seed, they're a team that's very dangerous, and you have to account for them because if you're not playing on your best uh, on your best day, in your best game, they might catch you slipping. I will round it out by playing devil's advocate, and I say I like Monta Vista here in this one. Just out of the... Uh, tenacity maybe of the team you know um down early in the season losing some big ones to lincoln and a couple of other early games that not necessarily going to say that they should have had could have had but it, it turned into kind of a hang with them season and then late in the year they uh they 
ended Santana's streak. And that sort of said to me, hey, look, this team is not here to to just lay down and play dead. I like them for the first one. Let's move on to our next game that we've got. And that is the Morris Tigers playing host to Mira Mesa, the five Morris, the 12 Mira Mesa. Tommy, we'll start with you on this one. Um, your hat says run the darn ball. Uh, oops, yeah, your hat also says I need to turn up your yeah, microphone. Turn, turn me up. Turn me up. Um, your hat says run the darn ball, and I feel like that's uh, a pretty big indicator that you're going to go with Morse in this matchup. You would think that, but I saved my bold prediction for this one. Oh! A big prediction here. So Mira Mesa, I think, is a team that not only will win this game, I think they'll win the next one, have a legitimate shot at winning the whole thing as a 12 seed. I, I, I really like them seeing them play. They won this game two weeks ago. The two teams played two weeks ago. It was a 28-6 to six win for Mira Mesa. Fave Leometti, one of the best linebackers in San Diego. Elijah Thomas, 1,202 rushing yards and 14 TDs. Obviously, like you said, Morris, very good running team as well. They run for 290 yards a game. Michael Cunningham does the majority of that. He went over 1,000 yards this year as well. But I really like Mira Mesa. And again, I think they win this one. I think they definitely beat Santa Fe Christian too. And then we'll see what happens in the next round. But I think they have a legitimate shot at winning this whole thing. Raymond, uh, Tommy Morris says that a 12 seed has a legitimate shot at winning this whole thing. Starting with this matchup right here, what do you say to that? I, I, I kind of agree with them, but um, there's another team that I like in this one. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if they can hang with El Camino or Vista, but um, I like Mira Mesa, and I also predict them to win this game since they won convincingly last time. Noah, are you going to keep the streak alive and go Mira Mesa, or are you a practical person and going Morse? Well, in this situation, I'm not going to be practical. I'm going to go against everybody else. I'm going to stick with Morris. Um, uh, let's not forget, Morris was a great team last year. I know they lost guys. They went all the way. Um, but when you get into the dance, it doesn't matter how you got there. It doesn't matter what number you, what seeds you have. You just got to dance. And I feel like Morris has a good recipe for success in the playoffs. And I think that they're going to uh, take care of Mira Mesa on Friday. We'll put it on the poll at SD Prep Insider on Twitter and Instagram. When you get to the dance, should you dance? Um, it seems like that would be pretty basic intuitive, but you know what? I am not the coach in this situation. Noah and Tommy both have coaching experience, so what do I know about any of this at all uh, whatsoever? I'll close out uh, this game on, on a note that any team that puts up a 70 spot at one point in the season gets my vote of confidence, uh, no matter how, uh, like that could be your only win. But if you put up 70, like I know that, I know that it's there. It's there. Uh, so I, I lean slightly toward Morse, but man, Mira Mesa started a lot of young guys this year. And that means that there is an aging process that will happen at some point. If that's six weeks into the season, if that's over the summer into their sophomore or junior like at some point the, the maturity starts to come so if it happens right here right now in real time and coach thompson is able to go from people looking around the county being kind of like oh wow um it's going to be a, a year where they're rebuilding with the youth to go going ahead and doing what tommy says and making a run if he can get that ship righted in one season that that is uh that is that is amazing that, that, like that's coach of the year candidacy uh potentially on to the other side of the bracket, number 11, Otai Ranch, is going to take on number 6, Christian. Raymond, we'll start with you on this one. Wow, um, both great teams. Um, I have a special place in my heart for Christian because I love their staff. I got to hang out with them a few times uh, while I was previewing their team a couple years ago. But um, I got to go with Otai Ranch in this one. Um, I think they've had a 
much more they face much better competition than Christian and uh I think they got a little bit more playmakers on their team to pull this off. But I get the sense that you're hesitant to say that this one's gonna be any sort of a blowout. Do you have this being one of the close games in this first round? Uh, that's a playoff, so I'm hard pressed to say that Christian's just gonna lay down like that in front of their home crowd. Fair enough. But um it's just yeah, it's gonna be a pretty competitive matchup. I don't see a blowout here. Noah, give us your thoughts here. Um, I got Otay Ranch in this one. Uh, got a chance to see them play last week. They're a very physical football team. Um, uh, they're very big. They're a lot bigger than people give them credit for. They had a tough schedule. They played some really good teams early in the season, uh, like San Augustine and those teams like that. I think got them ready for this moment. I know their record's not that good, but I do see them as another team in this D2 playoffs that has potential to make a run just because they do. they run the ball really well. Uh, they capitalize on their play actions, and then they play good defense. I mean, that seemed like you checked literally every one of the football boxes other than they have Tom Brady on it, and uh, and, and just that they're the GOATs. Um, man, I'll go Christian by the narrowest of margins on this one. Next game and final game in the division. Tommy did not Tommy did not get to talk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tommy. I, that, I was just going to give a shout-out to Aiden Argula, who has 83 total tackles so far this season for Otai Ranch and four sacks. Also, Carl Addy, as you mentioned, uh, Noah, last week, this kid had 33 carries, 180 yards, and touchdowns. So he definitely earned the ice bath on Saturday. Okay, okay. New follow-up question, and this is open out to anybody that wants to answer it. What do you have to do to earn an ice bath? Shouldn't that just be a basic thing for playing football? No, no. You gotta earn it. You have Whoa. to. You have to have like a like. You gotta know that you put work in enough to get the ice bath. Because okay. if you didn't do nothing, then why do you need the ice bath? Thirty carries, automatic ice bath. Uh, twenty plus carries over two hundred yards, automatic ice bath. Ice bath. Raymond, where do you set the mark at whether or not a football player deserves an ice bath? Offensive line first, lineman first, and then I like that answer. All right, so like offensive, offensive line first. Offensive yeah. lineman first. I okay, fair <laughs> enough. I thought it would have been everybody, no, yeah, but and uh, then if you play like over like fifty percent of the snaps, well, we'll put it on the poll at yeah. SD Prep Insider on Twitter and Instagram. Do you automatically deserve an ice bath just for playing in a football game? Uh, very curious what that one's going to say. Our last game is Valley Center and El Camino. Um, to me, this one is very interesting because El Camino has had a couple of huge wins and a couple of bad losses. So there's almost two different versions of the team. They changed quarterbacks late in the season, and that seemed to make a huge change on their overall offensive scheme. Raymond, help us make sense of this. I was saying, um, I got El Camino in this one. I think uh, I don't even think they should be playing tomorrow. I think they should have been a, a first-round bye. Um, I don't... I don't get how they're only a seven seed. I mean, they're, they're so battle-tested. They've played nothing but D1 teams throughout their whole schedule. They've only played one Division Two team, which was a close win against Point Loma, which is a great team. But, um, yeah, I can, I can see uh, El Camino winning this whole thing. The only team I can see giving them any type of competition is maybe Vista. But other than that, I think El Camino is the best team in Division Two, hands down. Whoa. That's that's a Dago bomb, dude. That's a oh a Dago bomb. Yeah, we we got to workshop that a little bit, but I yeah. think there's something to that there. Yeah. Raymond, would you be okay with that? Like the like the way that Adrian Wojnarowski has yeah. the Woj bombs? Would you be okay with us coming up with something for you like a like a Dago bomb or something like that? We'll get a little sound effect going to it. I love it. Dago bomb is perfect. Yes, Dago sir. bomb. 
Yeah. It's it it's it'll be right behind our what is Adam Paul up to tonight? <laughs> do, 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 do. Um uh Raymond Brown at SD football. The San Diego football I got you, Noah. All right, I you, we hit the cough button there on that one. Um uh yeah, Raymond you, Brown Raymond Brown <laughs> at SD Football Network, San Diego Football Network on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Raymond Thank you very, very much for joining us. The floor is yours for the closing 30 seconds of our Division Two show for anything else that you would like to get to. Um, to me, this is like the wackiest bracket in all of the playoffs, man. I don't think these teams are seated correctly. Like, I don't understand how Mira Mesa has to travel to Morris even though they beat them there already. But um, despite all that, man, it's going to be crazy. It should be entertaining. We might see some good upsets. So um, I wish everybody the best of luck, whether I pick for you or against you. Um, it's it's going to be fine. And I thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, Raymond, always my pleasure. Thank you very much for joining us. One more time, you guys can follow him at SD Football Network, San Diego Football Network on Twitter and on Instagram. All sorts of great stuff about the high school and college football going on here in San Diego. Raymond, thank you. And uh, we will talk to you hopefully at the recap show this week. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. All right, guys. Um, any closing notes on Division Two, Tommy? You have picked uh, outright blasphemy up uh, allegedly to have Mira Mesa make it all the way through. Um, I feel like we kind of got to everything. We'll, yeah. We obviously the, those first round games are a little bit different with having uh, bye weeks and, and all that kind of stuff. So. We will be back next week with Bishops and Vista and San Pasqual and uh, Santa Fe Christian. And if you are actually really that interested in hearing anything at all about San Pasqual high school football, you can jump over to our open division bracket. Not because the open division bracket features San Pasqual, but behind the mystery door, there is a special guest who will have a little bit of insight. That will remain a mystery until you listen to it. So you have to listen to it to find out. And it might even remain a mystery because I did at one point forget you in a take. So I might just forget to to turn the microphone volume up or hit record or something like that. So That was pretty sweet when you hit the cough button right on time. Though. Yeah, we'll figure that out, though. We'll see if we can get around all of that. Thank you very much for listening to the Division 2 Playoff Podcast. We will be back unless you don't listen to us ever again in case we won't. Talk to you soon, sports fans.